0: it's called the retirement income replacement rate on today's show we'll take a look at just what that is and how with proper planning you can achieve it in your retirement and income plan and now
1: the texas financial advisory radio show with brooklyn chandler Willie. everybody this is the texas financial advisory radio show with brooklyn chandler willie brooklyn of course president and ceo of texas financial advisory uh she is a fiduciary independent uh, got a great team of folks right there at texas financial advisory and i'm consumer advocate steve sudall hey brooklyn how are you
0: hey steve i'm doing great making it staying warm
1: staying warm yeah that's pretty much cold everywhere
0: isn't it yeah well, i mean we complain about it when it's hot and might as well complain when it's cold. <laughs> might, as, might as well. Yeah. The um, So you mentioned something that
1: well, I'm not familiar with and the retirement income replacement rate. Is that something new? Is that something that, uh, you know, what, what does it mean, I guess?
0: Well, I, I, in essence, it's what do you need to take each month from your investment accounts in retirement to replace your paycheck? Uh, it's interesting. Cause to, to see kind of the evolution of, or I guess, the mindset change of retirement planning since I started this back in 2008, how um, many people would just have like a goal of what they wanted to get their accounts up to, right? Like, if I have a million dollars, I can retire. But then it started kind of going, well, you know, is a million dollars enough? Um, because if my investments can't make much interest safely because the cd rates are paying you know maybe I mean they're now paying a little bit more than two or three percent depending on how long you you lock it up for so so folks are saying okay well the the interest there's not much interest in a safe account so i'll be taking my million dollars out and i could outlive my million dollars so is a million dollars enough right Mm -hmm. and you know, again, that that's a conundrum that people have because what is enough? How much is enough? Um, saving is really all you have control over when you're working because you're in in uh, control of how much you put away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't necessarily control the the stock market, and if your money's only in, say, employer sponsored accounts, you're limited to what offerings they have in that 401k or TSP or 403b. So all of these things you can't control. You can just control what you're putting in it. Um, but you know, putting away that money, is that even enough? Because the IRS controls how much you can put in (laughs) and they dictate the max, right? Yes, of course. And you know, something that I see as well with many of my, um, clients that work for, um, rather large companies that have kind of a spread of, um, how their employees are paid, meaning that you've got many employees that are maybe hourly or not paid a full 40 hours or, you know, basically paid on minimum wage scale. And then you have the other end of the spectrum, the upper echelon, the C-suites in that company who, easily could put away the max in their 401k but they're prohibited because of the way the safe harbor rules of the irs have made up how much you can put into a retirement account it it factors in all the workers right Mm -hmm. so we see some of these um clients that we have that do work in the higher end of the spectrum that they can't even max out their 401k or if they do they get a refund check Uh, which causes kind of chaos when we talk about taxes as well. So um, it's just a lot to think about. But, you know, to get back to your question, that retirement income replacement rate, it's, you know, again, how much would you need to take from your investments? And if you owe tax on it, put that tax aside, net out each month so that you could, you know, be able to be voluntarily self-employed.
1: Well, I think so. you know the, some of the experts out there are saying we need seventy to ninety percent of what we were making when we were working, and uh, personally, I'd like to have about hundred and ten percent, but then yeah. that's just me. So, but what do you think? Is that is that fair to say seventy to ninety percent?
0: Well, everyone is is different in their spending lifestyle. Yes. Um I would like for us to shoot for a hundred percent replacement of what your income is. Um, again, we see a lot through people's habits, like have their, are they even spending their full paycheck? Have they just got this mound of money that's, you uh, know, w- wound up in their savings account, because they don't spend um, all of their paycheck month after month. Um, and, and so for the for many of our clients that work with us, I, I mean, I would venture to say 80% of the folks that we do income plans, need exactly what they were making while they were working, if not more. Because they now have time on their side, especially right when they retire and they've got this bucket list that they don't have to take personal time off from their jobs to be able to go visit family, take that trip, um, you know, help look after grandbabies, whatever it is that they're sure. doing. And so they need more than what they were bringing in in retirement because their their life really hasn't changed that much. in the fact that they still more than likely live in the same house, paying the same bills, eating out, um, you know, what, what are we, what are we saving money by not having a job? I mean, it's even nowadays, commuting is expensive because of the cost of gas. Well, again, once you retire, some of those expenses will go away, but that doesn't
1: mean you're not going to have more.
0: Right. And, and so we talk about, In retirement that many times it's the go-go years meaning that you get out of you know get out of your job and now you have the freedom and the time to go and you want to be able to have the money to be able to back those um, wish lists right and then the go-go years turns into the slow go years right and Mm -hmm. then it's the no-go years which sometimes that could be even more expensive we talk about long-term care planning and um, you know the cost of caregiving later on in life, but we really want to have a target that we can replace your income um, once you retire, not take a deficit because um, if you're going to do that, we got to have a test run because I want to see that you spend less than you actually bring in uh, or much significantly less than you're bringing in. Otherwise you go to retire, and that's what we've built our plan off of. Um, You're not going to be too happy when I say, you know, listen, buddy, you can only take out the $8,000 a month that we planned on, or you're going to run out of money. Yeah.
1: Well, to me, it comes down to, I mean, retirement is the certainty of uncertainty. (laughs) I like that. Right. I mean, because, well, there's always something. I mean, we haven't even touched on taxes yet. and, And I think that that's an important piece to the overall retirement plan, too.
0: Of course, because if you've got all your money stuck in a 401k or a TSP that you've not paid the taxes on right now, when you go to retire, you still owe taxes on that money. And so you've kicked the can down the road, but there's still a date with the devil. So, um, with our clients, again, that it's not something we avoid and it's something that we educate them on and it is what it is. And and you have several options. It's just what option makes sense for you.
1: Right. And and um, we have to find out, or we have to realize as we're going to try to replace that income, I mean, that correlates with, okay, when are we going to retire? When's that going to happen? And am I going to have to work longer?
0: Yeah. And again, maybe not work longer, but maybe do things a little bit differently, right? So if you're over 59 and a half, um, many times you can roll out your, your existing 401k plan without any sort of tax penalties. There's a provision in there that called a, an in-service rollover with many of these um, 401k plans. And that stems from lessons learned through the 2008 to through the 2009 market crash, because back then people that were looking to retire had all their money in their 401k plans and these employers were looking for those employees to retire as well and their 401k went to that 201k and they're like i'm not leaving buddy i got to get this money back up you know i don't know when it's going to come back up but i can't afford to retire right now and so even though they were you know 65 66 67 what have you because of the provisions of the 401k plan they had no control over it so of course what comes from that a lot of complaints and lawsuits. So (laughs) now we have this provision that you get become 50 in some, some plans. It's, it's after years of vesting. So it could be like 10 years and you could be 40 years old. I mean, what have you, but, uh, the majority of the plans we see it's 59 and a half that you can take control of your funds and roll it over to a self-directed IRA. And that's where we work in the land of, you know, representing our clients to help find the right fit of the investments for them. So, you know, being able to take control and finding the right investments that will get you to and through retirement faster, it, it gives a greater peace of mind it allows you to control your fees it allows you to control you know how much risk you're taking um and and it gives you diversity above and beyond just being in the stock market right Mm -hmm. so all of those things could help allow you to retire at 66 67 if that's your target um in order you know to have more confidence as you walk into retirement.
1: Well, yeah, and, and again, we haven't even touched on Social Security. We're, we're running out of time, but again, that becomes uh, certainly- Another leg. Part.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, so all of these things are part of your TFA financial roadmap. We talk about this week after week and people are like, that sounds great. I don't know what it is. And so the only way we can show you what it is is by actually coming in the office and sitting down with myself or one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. If you can't make it in the office, we are futuristic adapters and we will do a zoom meeting with you we're happy to do that as well but i do find there's quality in seeing our faces and i mean here we are doing a radio show you don't see us but um you know again it, it's about relationships it's not just the transaction of uh you know how much money do you have what do you want to do with it and so um you know there's a lot we can get done in that. Um, in those meetings. So give us a call here at uh, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. As always, that meeting does not cost you anything except for 45 minutes to an hour of your time. Um, If we can't help you, we'll be able to point you in the right direction. So really, there's no obligation to work with us and there is no cost. 844-832-7469 844-832-7469 or you can visit the website texasfinancialadvisory.com
1: Sounds great, Brooklyn folks. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll come back. we got a whole lot more to talk about here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with
0: Brooklyn chandler Willing. Tax Day will be here before you know it. When we come back, we'll discuss how saving for retirement can help reduce your tax bill. That and more coming right up.
1: welcome back this is the texas financial advisory radio show brooklyn chandler willie is here i'm consumer advocate steve Sodal. brooklyn of course been helping folks for a long time and the uh, texas financial advisory i mean you guys have uh, you've got a great team there and i've said that before but it really is when when you go to the website TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. one you get a chance to meet everybody but two you've got i mean there's just a lot of information there
0: well thank you we're always um trying to keep that up to date up to speed um but it, it's it's a labor of love right i'm not an it person right <laughs> we're actually working on a new website because it's oh, are you like really? oh yeah so who knows okay um but uh, you know we try and keep up with all the social media so you can find us on facebook youtube youtube of course has all our tv shows which well, that's been a fun new adventure yeah i just subscribe um, to your channel well, thank you steve yes <laughs> i think we're up to maybe like 12 subscribers now i mean <laughs> might get a penny from youtube coming my way at some point in time <laughs> yeah but so we were talking about taxes go coming into this and you
1: know it is hard to believe we're you know into the new year already and it, really it'll be you know this year it's april 18th but we can do things between now and then that could reduce that tax bill. And and that makes, I mean, you know, that makes sense. We should try to do that.
0: Yeah, and again, that's that's a concept that people, I feel like don't really understand that taxes and investments, they should go hand in hand. They think that they're two different silos. And I mean, a lot of it's around like regulatory issues, right? Your tax person more than likely can't give you uh, investment advice and your investment person can't give you tax advice. So here at Texas Financial Advisory, we are a a parent company for some sister companies. We have a tax practice. It's one of our companies um, as of course, we are primarily a wealth management company. So with our firm, we not only can prepare the taxes, But we can help give you a a what if going into the next year to show you, hey, here's some ways that you can save on taxes. And maybe it is put more money into a tax deferred account. But we have to understand the consequences of that is ultimately you have to pay that bill at the end. So if you can afford to put it into a tax free account, something like a Roth IRA, even if you make too much money, there are ways that you can still contribute to the Roth IRA by doing a backdoor Roth, Mm -hmm. um, meaning that you put it into the IRA and then pay the tax and now you make it a Roth because there's no limit on conversions um, as far as income limits. And so these are all, you know, it's little tweaks. I mean, 6,500 to $7,500 of investments when it comes to the tweaks. But uh, over the long-term that can really add up. Now there's some, a lot of opportunities for self-employed self-employed individuals that have businesses. And I mean, really, I know about those plans because I own a business and I'm constantly (laughs) trying to find ways and there's gotta be a better way of doing things. And so, you know, that's, that door is definitely opened up to help put money away for some, you know, high income earners or business owners. Um, for instance, I have several personal injury attorneys, right. That, that get big windfalls of money and that, That industry is so crazy because, you know, they could have nothing coming in for months and they can work on a case for years and then they get a huge windfall and now you got to pay taxes on it. So there are ways that you can help alleviate paying the taxes so you can continue to stretch out that, um, that windfall in order to get more money from it and create some stability in the lean, lean times. So, um, there's a lot of options outside of just the traditional, 401k ira plans for Mm -hmm. those business owners which i really love working with
1: so i mean you work with a lot of them too as as i understand
0: yeah i think it's one of those like law of attraction things right you kind of attract (laughs) so um whereas it's interesting because as you mentioned i have a team of advisors and i look at kind of the clients that work primarily with say yvette are with Tammy or Mario and those clients everyone's kind of they're attracted to the advisor for something different that I don't possess which is another reason we have multiple advisors here because I mean again I'm not the right fit for everybody we say we're not the right fit as far as the team but there's possibility that maybe I'm not the right fit but yet you would work really well with say Mario, because he's very analytical and he's going to get into the weeds with everything and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, again, our, our hope is to evolve as a firm and provide those, you know, many, not only many investment options, but many advisor options as well.
1: Eight four four eight three two seven four six nine is the number, folks. Let's talk about a spousal IRA. And I think that's probably not very well known. Am I right there?
0: Yeah. And again, um, a spousal IRA, it's for your spouse, right? So yeah. um, a lot of times we have households that just one person works, primarily the husband. Um, but, you know, tables are turning. I see a lot of um, women being the breadwinners. But they're, even though the spouse isn't putting money into a employer plan, um you can contribute to a spousal IRA for that spouse, right? Which, yes. I mean, sometimes you kind of are an employee when you're a spouse. <laughs> sometimes I mean, let's get real. Are. Yeah, well, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, makes sense. <laughs>
0: um, so you could defer up to, you know, as much as $12,000 um, into those IRAs. If you're over 50, you can defer as much as $14,000. So, you know, it's an option and a lot of people don't know it exists because when you fill out those checklists for uh, your taxes, it's just about, have you earned any money? But it doesn't say, I mean, you yeah. know, if you say no, they're not going to be like, well, here's another IRA you can open.
1: Do you find people are taking advantage of that? I mean, no. No?
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't see people doing it very often. Um, and again, it. You've got to think about a lot of the times people come to us and they are five years out from retirement. And so um, that that means that 20, 30 years has gone by and nobody's pointed it out to them that this is a possibility. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it's because, again, the tax preparation world doesn't, um, you know, they stay in their lane. They don't want to cross over to the investment world Because of the compliance aspect and vice versa. And so, you know, I think that's why it's, you know, another benefit working with Texas Financial Advisory is that we have all those components in-house to be able to work together for the client, which, you know, that seems like such a novel idea to actually (laughs) be working for the benefit of the client, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. What do you think about uh,
1: maybe putting some more money in that Roth 401k if your company offers that?
0: I'm a big fan of the Roth 401ks because that is one of the best ways that you can chunk money and grow it tax-free uh, because you could put, say, you know, close to $20,000 in that Roth 401k um, and and all that interest is tax-free. Here's a little tidbit. If you're going to do that, you need to open a Roth IRA in order to have it outside of the Roth 401k. The reason is, is there's these this five-year rule and if you start with the roth 401k that's a five-year rule timeline that starts meaning that you need to let that money sit for five years in order to capitalize on the tax-free aspect of it but if you roll it from a roth 401k to a roth ira and that roth ira hasn't been open five years you restart the time clock
1: oh wow well okay that's so good
0: to know be really aware that if your employer offers the Roth uh, Roth 401k, you need to outside of that have a Roth IRA open, even if you just have a small amount of money in it. So uh, that, that is something we, you know, assist clients with. Because the other thing is, is you don't want to leave it as a Roth 401k because when you turn 72, if it's in a Roth 401k, that money counts counts towards your RMD, even though you've already paid the tax on it, which is, kind of double dipping
1: well i think that i mean again once you realize that you're like okay well i'm going to try to get that out of there before i have to start taking rmds that's for sure
0: yeah and i think this i guess just kind of explaining this to you and i sound like i'm i'm eating broken glass when i'm explaining it because these are all like what if you know then this and all that good stuff which is really hard to navigate on your own and i i find that you know, this is one of the reasons you should work with a professional because you don't know what you don't know, and here you think you're doing the right thing and you're taking steps forward, but you could, without knowingly, make mistakes or have road you know have roadblocks ahead of you they you don't even know about. Right. So- so if you'd like that opportunity to come in and just get a second opinion on what you're doing, seeing if you're going in the right direction, give us a call here at Texas Financial Advisory, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. And that second opinion doesn't cost you anything. Again, it's just a way to give you an unbiased opinion of what you're doing. Is it going to get you to and through retirement the way you want it to be? Or is there an easier way? Um, and that that's what we break down for you without costing you anything so it's well worth your time to come in and um, learn about your different options again the number is 844-832-7469 or you can visit our website texasfinancialadvisory.com
1: sounds great brooklyn let's go ahead and take a quick break and come on back and continue our conversation here on the texas financial advisory
0: radio show with brooklyn chandler willing to work or not to work in retirement that is the question. When we come back, we'll tackle questions to ask yourself if you want to work in retirement.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and we have been having a good conversation. Now we're talking about Working in retirement, and that seems to be, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that is getting to be the norm rather than not working.
0: Well, I mean, I think that we have a lot more kind of part-time options than we've ever had before. Um, I mean, with the, we have Uber driving, we have DoorDash drop-offs. I mean, uh, there's a lot of ways people work still remotely so they can work from home. So they are working longer because they... They're kind of like, well, you know, I get to be home and I see my dogs or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So we've, we've, I think that's a benefit that we've got a more flex work schedules than just the nine to five, butt in the seat type of thing. Um, But I, I, you know, of course I see people working later, I think, than they did you know history i mean again i've been doing this since 2008 but i mean i have a lot of clients that are in their 70s that are still working not because they need the money but because they're 70 but you know going on 50 they they feel young
1: they want to yeah because they want to right
0: yeah and there's no better feeling to work because you want to not because you have to oh
1: boy that that, yeah what a goal i mean that's something that we should shoot for Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they talk about the numbers uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics by 2026, they say 30% of people 65 to 74 will be in the labor force. That's a big chunk.
0: Well, I mean, again, I I see it quite often. I, I mean, our listeners right now, I mean, the majority of our listeners are still working sure. and even though they're in the technical retirement age group, um, which is why they're listening to us, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because they want to doing the right thing.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, I like this. So are you you seeing employers offering that sort of tiered retirement, that phased retirement plan? That to me seems like really a good idea, but I don't know if anybody's doing that.
0: Well, I I mean— I think some of the smaller businesses or privately owned businesses obviously have that flexibility if they've got a really great employee that they want to hold on to but yet need you wants to give them that flexibility sure. and it's a way to to train someone else to take your spot um by having that oversight but giving them that flexibility right. so i i haven't seen it too much in the big corporate jobs, if you will, um, but more in the, the private sector, yeah.
1: Right. Well, it would seem to me that, you know, if you start that phased retirement, that you could maybe just renegotiate and come back as a as a contract employee and, and charge a bit more.
0: Well, I mean, that all kind of depends on the setup of the company. And the IRS sure. gets got really, they don't like those 1099 contract employees very much. They just, they they want their tax now. They don't... <laughs> I suppose. They don't like it. So um, there's a lot of red tape because of the IRS um, on that 1099 side of things. So,
1: Well, let me, I think you described it in terms of why do you work in retirement. And, and for a lot of folks, it's because they want to, because they want to be busy. They want to be occupied. You know, you got to keep the mind active.
0: And it's it's kind of fun money. Um, I've, I've brought this up before. I have a couple that, like, basically their date night, they will... To Uber Eats oh, are yeah. DoorDash, sure. so they deliver food. So basically, they do that for a few hours, make their tips, and then they use whatever they make on their tips to go on a date. Nice. That's so not it's a bad a idea. Yeah, so they basically get it paid for, and they spend all day together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, I, I like this because if, you, if you're going to go back to work part-time, it may be an opportunity to do something that you've always wanted to do. But maybe didn't, I mean, you know, because at the same time, there's probably things that you don't want to do, and we call that the chuck it list. I like that. I like that
0: chuck it list. Uh, Can I have a chuck it list right now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For everything, Steve? I would think, right? Let's do that. (laughs) At home, if I'm asked to do something, I'll be like, no, "No, I'm sorry, kiddo. That's on my chuck it list. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) but your uh, job you know i mean again the bucket list is one thing but this i mean you know especially when you're looking at part-time and if you're thinking retail Mm -hmm. they're going to want you to work weekends and Mm -hmm. nights and
0: if these are things that you don't want to do then don't do it or maybe you do want to do it because you're bored right yeah true so you get to make work optional and kind of pick and choose again there's nothing better than working for fun or not because you have to and to make extra money i mean i find that Some people, even though they have enough saved up, they're still a little scared to spend from their money. So they'd still rather have that paycheck coming in. And even if it's smaller than what they were making, um, they would rather have that income coming in. My goal with clients is to teach them how to create cash flow with their investments so that... When they wake up on january 1st they know exactly how much money their in, their investments are going to produce without worrying about the market because as much as people say cash is king that may be true in the real estate world but in the retirement world cash flow is king um and and there's not really an age for that whether you're 50 or 65 it's cash flow because cash flow is what comes in each month and that's what covers your life right right and those are the kinds of plans that you put
1: together for folks that takes that cash flow into my in into account and and make sure it happens
0: sure and and that's called our tfa financial roadmap, and it's just it starts with income and it's the income you have now and the income you're going to have later in order to achieve your goals and we lead we, we push that plan out a hundred to your 100 years old because again people are living longer and i need to make sure you're huh. gonna have enough money cash flow to have it until you're a hundred years old, we throw in these what ifs, like what if the you know we have inflationary is- issues like we have right now, or what if uh, there's a pandemic. I know I've joked about that before. When I'd look at these software that we'd run statistics on and. I would see the option of pandemic, and this is prior to 2020. And, of course, I'm like, are they talking about, like, the plagues in the Bible, like locusts and yeah. stuff? Like, what is a pandemic, <laughs> you know? Well, we all learned that lesson. We learned it really fast. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Could have. Yeah, maybe. Oh, Anyways, so and we're still feeling the effects of it, Steve. It's yes, horrible, we yes. right? Well, okay, so with the
1: Tsa Financial Roadmap, Give me, give me your process. What happens? I come in, we sit, or let's say it's a couple. They come in, they sit down across the table, and what happens?
0: So the first step is just raising your hand, right? So coming in, having a phone call, doing a Zoom meeting, we make it pretty easy from there. We'll give you a checklist of items that you should bring in for that appointment or have at your access to, to be able to answer our questions. We're not being nosy, like, I, I mean, I'm not here to judge or, you know, be like, well, you've got a million dollars saved, great, or you got $10 million. I don't care. It's like, what do you, what have you done? What do we have? What are we working with? What are you trying to achieve with that, right? And so we'll walk you through a couple questions and um, really that, that initial meeting it helps you get organized in your financial life. Um, but it also gives us kind of an idea of who you are, what makes you tick, how you want to work with us. Um, if you had a bad experience in the past, um, you know, people's money mentality or their financial identities, a lot of them, you know, it, it stems from when they were a kid. And so we want to know there's a lot of Financial psychology that goes into that, you know, what? How do you think about these things, and um, how can we work together as a team? Because this isn't like a bank where you just go in and you know, deposit money or buy a CD, and there's really no. It's just transactional. Here at Texas Financial Advisory, it is relationship driven, and people are. We want to be their last advisor, so. it's it's a long relationship you know right um and so there's a lot that goes into that that we get we do get accomplished in that first meeting and then the second meeting it's more of an analysis in that we are looking at where you are and showing you if you keep doing what you're doing here's where you'll be in 10 years 20 years 30 years and then we will give you some ideas of ways to improve that it's really at that point, it's up to you. Do you want to keep doing what you're doing or do you want to make a change? And if you want to make a change, is that change going to be with our firm or someone else? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, we talk about if you're going to work with us, here's how we do it. Here's the accounts we set up. Here's how we, um, how often we'll meet. And then we set up a service schedule and it's, it's a whole deal.
1: It's a whole process. And and again, but it's something that, that, you've got a system in place that can really help people get to where they need to be. And, and again, every plan is different. That's the beauty of this.
0: Right. And every plan is really written in pencil because life changes, things happen, um, I mean, sadly I went to a funeral this week of one of our clients and um I meet with their their family members next week in order to map out, you know, here's what we did with mom and dad. And we are, this is crazy. This client of ours, her um her sadly, her husband passed in February of the same year and she just passed. They were married for sixty five years. Oh man. And um <laughs> they met and married in the same month <laughs> oh my gosh and it lasted 65, 65 years, years. wow and like that's like the modern day uh dating you know like that's yeah. dating goals right there
1: yeah amazing
0: <laughs> so <laughs> i mean
1: you must have all kinds of stories like that of, of people that you've met and and continue to work with and that's got to be a fun part of your job too
0: it is, I mean, again, these people become our family um, because, uh, I mean, we do this for our own personal families. And, you know, we we develop these relationship with clients. And um, really, I, I, I'd say we're more of a project manager than we are, say, you know, financial analysts or something like that, mm-hmm. because we're trying to control all the different moving parts and be able to communicate adequately to you, the client, in order to make sense of what we're doing, and then from there having to communicate that to your your loved ones upon your passing, and so you know it is sad that uh, again doing this since uh, January of two thousand eight, um, but I mean every year we lose a we lose a client that, have, that passes away, you know obviously, mm-hmm. and it's it's really peaceful to be able to sit down with them and just show them this map that we've created, and now here it is and your parents worked really hard and here's now what they're leaving you behind and you know the balls in your court yeah and um you know please be a good steward of it and if you want to work with us we'll show you what that looks like if not you know we'll get everything moved over to your name
1: all right and again folks take advantage of this there's still some spots available for you to, to call and get on the calendar
0: yeah and that number is one eight four four eight three two seventy four sixty nine eight four four tfa show or visit the website texasfinancialadvisory.com.
1: We're going to take a quick break. We've got another segment here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn chandler Willie. back on the texas financial advisory radio show with brooklyn chandler willie and consumer advocate steve Siddall and uh, of course brooklyn president ceo of texas financial advisory in san antonio a fiduciary independent advisor all the things that we want in an advisor and uh, i mean you're a fiduciary firm right i mean you guys across the board
0: yeah i mean our advisors here are duly registered so not just um securities or insurance as well um but they're Everyone here is a certified financial fiduciary as well, which is another credential. They had yes. to take a test and all that good stuff. Right. Um, well, but
1: again, but that's, a, I mean, that's a pretty high standard. And I think sometimes people don't realize how important
0: that is. Well, the duty is to the client, not to the company. Right.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. So let's jump into a couple of questions here. I don't want to run out of time. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about Roths. Uh, Brian is in New Braunfels, and uh, he says, do I have to take RMDs from a
0: tax-free Roth 401k? That's a good question. Okay, Brian. So this can be kind of tricky. Um, So the requirement of distribution is based on your entire 401k balance, including a Roth 401k. So the amount you have to withdraw is based upon the balance. Um, so it's different than the rules associated with Roth IRAs. So, you know, what that leads me to leave, I don't know your age, Brian, but as soon as you can, again, we talk about those employer-sponsored plans don't serve you, so there's really no benefit of keeping it into a Roth 401k. It was great for while you were stuffing money into it because gosh, that's the quickest way you can get tax-free money accumulated up um, is, is a Roth 401k, but to you, it, you need to switch it to a Roth IRA as, sure. as soon as possible.
1: So but I mean even though the money has to come out of that Roth 401k, it's still not taxed, right? It's not. Yeah, okay. but it's just
0: the the just balance seems silly. It's Yeah, it's kind of dumb. All right.
1: All right. I've got one more um, Roth question for you. Jessica Zinzagin is uh, wondering, uh, I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years uh, w- with $30,000 in my traditional Roth IRA. Should I continue the conversion process? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. you need more information there, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what your income is, Jessica. I mean, good for you that you've done conversions. That's that's very higher level. Um, but, you know, again, I don't know what you make. I don't know what you're going to spend. Um, I don't know how old you are. We got to talk about Medicare planning because all this kind of also goes towards Medicare. So really, when you start talking about more of this higher level stuff and, um, you know, you, you really need to have the assistance of an advisor on your side, um, because, you know, you're not just answering for your investments. You're also at, looking at tax planning and tax strategy, which a lot of CPAs not for lack of the knowledge it's just lack of time. Um, they're not able to do that and they don't know the investments. And so they're, you know, they're kind of in a rock and a hard spot when it comes, if you ask them, Hey, should I do a conversion? Well, I can tell you what the tax, you know, what's the tax consequences, but they don't really know the investments. Maybe you can tax-wise, but it's not smart with the investment that you have, you all know?
1: Right. Sure. All right, Jessica, if you want to know some more, it's 844-832-7469. And uh, all right, I like Betsy. She's my kind of gal. Uh, she's in Laredo. She says, I recently retired at 67, my whole life. I've wanted to take a trip around the world. I spent $90,000 on a cruise to see all seven continents in nine months. However, I'm a little concerned, given the potential economic crisis we're in, should I cancel my dream vacation?
0: No. No. All
1: right. You didn't Next even hesitate. Question. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. Um, but yeah, because, the, I mean, people <laughs> do that, though, in retirement. They, they live on cruise ships, right?
0: It, I mean, it has happened. And yeah. I've I've told this story before. I have a client that negotiated a rate with um, Hilton that no matter where, what town they lived or went to, they could stay in Hilton. I've had another one do it with Holiday Inn. So they just had to have, like, a reservation five days in advance and basically, you know, paid the same amount no matter what town they were in. Um, but they just felt it was more economical than huh. having a house somewhere. I like that. So, but going back to Betsy, yeah. let's talk about a cruise ship. Because this is important. When you get on a cruise ship, you're on a cruise ship. You don't really, yes, there's internet, but it is not the same. And when you make those port stops, nobody wants to be running off a cruise ship to find an internet cafe to check your balances on your accounts or, you know, see what, how the latest coronavirus slash Ukrainian war slash presidential, you know, loan waiver slash you know whatever yeah how it's affecting your retirement and whether or not you have enough money next month to stay on your cruise ship (laughs) um so that's where you need to have kind of a team around you so that while you're on your cruise ship betsy you're living your life and you're enjoying it and being living guilt-free um that you can be on that cruise ship and get back and. Continue life as as if you were never gone. All right. So, I mean, have you uh, worked with anybody that's gone on an extended oh cruise? Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, really? Okay. We also had, uh, we got a client because of an extended cruise because they came in here before as prospective clients. And they, the reason I gave that example about running off the ship to check your balances, right. is they didn't sign on to become clients with us before they left for the cruise ship. And they go on their cruise. And when they got back, they had filed for divorce. Oh no. (laughs) Because the wife was fed up with how the husband was about this whole managing the money. And she wanted her half so she could live her life. And then she became a client. All right. There you go. (laughs)
1: There you go. I like like the story. Um, All right. we got time for another one here. Let's go to Mitchell uh, in San Antonio. Mitchell says, I've been dealing with an advisor for years, uh, for years. Lately, I believe he has me at too much risk right now. I'm 61. I'm at least six years from retirement. Do I need to look at someone else uh, who will not have me at so much risk?
0: Well, again, Risk is a nice little four-letter word that we, you know, again, everyone's risk is different. Um, I'm more concerned about your income, Mitchell, right? And so if if you feel uncomfortable where you are, we need to understand what's the purpose of how your money's invested and how that's gonna pay off for you. And so um, there's gotta be a payoff. There's gotta be value for the investment. Uh, all right, we got time for one more quick
1: one here. Let's go to Leah in San Antonio. Uh, Leah says, I'm a stay-at-home mom. How should I start investing in order to generate income without having to work outside the home? Someone suggested an indexed annuity. Is that something you think I should consider?
0: Probably not. <laughs> yeah, because she's probably pretty young, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that This is just an odd question. To put money in an indexed annuity, you have to have like a lump sum to yeah. put into it so i i think we are like that ship's crossing in the night leah like we gotta have a whole another conversation which leads me to if you're a stay-at-home mom that's great somebody's got i mean your spouse is working to be able to make enough revenue for you guys to stay home but there's ways that you guys can make things even easier on you i, I actually have a, a, a had some client a Husband, wife, client, Beth, both passed away within a month of each other. And so their their entire estate's passed to their only son, whose wife is a stay-at-home uh, wife with three kids. And um, so it's a really cool story. I know we're at the end of our show, but he's actually getting an opportunity to, like, kind of have a, a second chance at career. He's got a good career, but he doesn't really like what he does, right? He's basically has a paycheck i mean he's, right. he's got a good paycheck but he, his dream was always to be a pilot and so now he's going to start all over and go to pilot school and he's got his whole career path you know he's going to take a huge huge cut in income to do this and he's got this whole spreadsheet that's got a you know um break even point of when he would get to his income level as a pilot than where he was if he had stayed at his company I and mean, he's done all this and he can do it it's i mean so his parents left him this nest egg and he's going to be a good steward of it but his wife is also taking care of three kids and it's one of those things like he's going to be a pilot she needs to be able to have the flexibility to not work to be able to take care of three kids sure and so if something happens to her he he, like he doesn't have a backup plan like he can't quit doing flight school he can't not be a pilot so that means he'd have to then dip more into the savings left behind by his parents to pay a nanny right because there was no life insurance on stay-at-home mom so there is planning that still even if you're not working leah There still needs to be some holistic planning to your family that can, you know, needs to be put into place. And that's something we could help you guys see. So give us a call here. 844 832 7469 TFA show. And last thing before we close out, I wanted to remind everyone, we do have the white paper for income planning, specifically retirement income planning. If you'd like to get that white paper, you can simply text us here at the show, 210-987-9911. Text the word income to that number, 210-987-9911.
1: That sounds great, Brooklyn. And uh, you're right; we are out of time. Want well, to appreciate uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we certainly will be back again next week with new topics and questions right here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler. Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willy provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed to be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products? They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.